This is the Footy Couple Podcast. Another showdown all finished. You could probably tell which person is happy and which person is angry, going by the results. The good news is we're both here still. So I was able to at least be here for this episode, so you're happy with that. But speaking of someone being happy, Soph would be very ecstatic because he didn't think didn't give your team any confidence at all of winning the game, but they did. No, I was unexpectedly happy with that result. <laughs> yes. Honestly, even watching, obviously, the whole game was so tight and very nervy to watch, might add. I felt like I was on edge the entire game. Not good for heart health, I would say. Not for the faint-hearted what, being a footy fan. That's no, it's sure. not. It's not. But no, I was, you know, even the whole, the whole game, obviously, it was, like I said, it was close. And I, even then, I didn't give us any hope. I was just like, hopefully it's, you know, we don't happen what happened in the other game against Richmond. Hopefully we just don't lose by too much and stay within it to mm. the end. And, well, we all know what happens there. Well, it went the so op- went- it went the opposite. <laughs> mm. So, yes, I was uh, very happy. A lot of adrenaline, which I'll tell the story later. Surely, about what I did. But yeah, I'm happy, and I know that you are not so happy. No. No. That's a bit of an understatement, that probably is. Yes, very <laughs> understatement, but yeah. I will talk about that very shortly. Yes. Let's let's go to the positives first, and then I'll have plenty of things to say, but we'll worry about that later. So let's just go to the crow side of things. Just a positive result, a great win, and could really um, springboard them into the season, possibly. Yeah. It was obviously, compared to the last, well, I guess the first few games, it's been, they were consistent for once. They actually played the whole game at a fairly high intensity. Well, I guess watching the game, like I said before, was, it was, there was a lot of pressure. It felt like even, like, obviously I felt like I was on edge watching it, but I imagine even the players, it was obviously the crowd was pretty big and loud, but even then there was just so much pressure around that they didn't have all that much time in terms of skill to execute their the main thing that I was impressed with was some of the young players. That made me really happy. I mean, obviously, Thilfort came in. He was very good. Very good. I loved Pedler. Obviously, Rankin did some good stuff. Honestly, a lot of players played well. But that was really good to see. And they, bar the third quarter, they kicked pretty good for goal. So that was good. And I guess at the end of the game, what made me happy and what made me smile, this sounds so stupid, but was seeing how happy they were and how enthusiastic <laughs> they were. Like, it made me happy because I'm like, yeah. okay, that means something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even some of the young guys, like Phil Fort was obviously pretty happy with Shelly Saligo, even the older guys. It was just good seeing the group is probably heading somewhat in the right direction, even though it's a little bit bumpy at times. And that's what I think. But yeah, that's, that's I guess that's my take on the game. Want to do your awards? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, we'll do the Jordan Dawson Award. So the best moment, mm-hmm. I, oh, there was a lot of good moments. I gave that to, oh, I gave this to Rankin's snap in the last quarter from the stoppage. I think that was, I reckon Crows were eight, got eight points up at that yeah. point, I reckon. And, I, and that was obviously a very good goal, but I thought that was a really good moment for mine. So I picked that. In terms of the worst moments so the Chardonnay Award, Again, there was a few, obviously there, there wasn't too many worst moments, to be honest. But I this one made me pretty frustrated was in the first quarter when Shoal marked it, supposedly played on, got tackled, holding the ball, pulled then kicked a goal. Because I feel like at that point, Crows were doing okay. And that, 
you know, that's obviously 50 feet depending on what way you look at it, whether that was holding the ball or 50 for us. Mm-hmm. But that changed the momentum of the game a little bit. And I was kind of, I was, uh, that was probably my worst moment. Not necessarily for Shoal, but just the one that, the grind, that, that grind my gears. Yep. That's fair. So I'd say that. Now, the Crom Award. This was hard. I think there was a lot of players, which I'll kind of say when I once I do the voting. Obviously, mm-hmm. Jawson won the showdown medal. I probably wouldn't have picked him, so that might give you a bit of a, a insight into was... what I've got. I was a little bit surprised mm-hmm. by that. I think Dawson played really well, particularly in the first half. I think he had some really good... He did some good stuff. Obviously, he played midfield mm-hmm. a little bit more. Did. Which was actually... I mean, even you said it. That was a good move. So I think he was definitely a good player. He was mm-hmm. up there. I don't know if he was the best. So, one vote. This is the one I've got, like, literally got a thousand players listed there. I'm going to give one vote to Laird. I could have given that to Sloan. Mm-hmm. Did in the last quarter. I think Sloan has some really good touches, a bit of experience in there. I could have given that to O'Brien. I think he had some good things. I, I would have almost given it to him. And I've almost would have given it to Dawson. So that's my okay. one. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say Laird. Yep. All right, one vote Laird. Two votes Rankin. And... Three votes. Thilfall. I, I think Thilfall should have won through yeah, our medal. Yeah. Five goals. That, see, that's another thing that made me happy, was seeing him in there and doing so well and seeing how happy he was too. But anyway, that's mine. Done. Good choices there. Yep. Now. Very good. That's me. This is the end of the happy side of the podcast. Now it is your turn to go through the more sadder stuff for you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Not be- for me. I wouldn't even call sad. This is not sad anymore. This is now. Anger. Angry. It is time. Passion. I have been, and I'll put context to people who don't know me, I've been a footy fan, massive Port fan all my life, and I've been a very positive kind of person, always glass half full kind of person after every game. Even the times when Port were terrible. We do remember, remember you were there in the tarp days. Yes, I was there. So you do stick around. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, that is absolutely true. But I can now... Say that those days are over at this moment. So you're saying right now, if the Tarps came back, would you go still watch? I will still go and I'll still be loyal to my club, but I am pretty much over the way they play. I've had enough and there needs to be a change. That game, I think that is it for Ken Hinckley. I think he is going to be sacked by the end of the year. I'm calling it. And I will not be the only Port supporter. I reckon majority of them would agree with me with that comment. Now, the things that I have just got bit angry about the game plan and the structure it is the same thing i have seen for quite a long time he doesn't change it same thing has appeared and even last night's game still came in he was out coached by matthew nick so he did really well he knew exactly how to play port adelaide and he did that really well, well. you it- notice that in watching on tv the way that the crows rather than running through their defense they do little kicks yeah and that's how you beat them because most clubs how to play Port Adelaide is get them over the back. And that is how Crows have done it. They did that really well in the first quarter. I saw a couple of the goals yeah, sort of somewhere yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So teams have figured it out. And he doesn't have a plan B. And it's been like that for so long that he hasn't had a plan B. They were pathetic, in my opinion. Yep, I'm calling it. I know it was a close game, and you said that to me. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean anything to me. It's how you play the game. They were pathetic. They were woeful. And I said last week, I did not want to be embarrassed. And what do they do? They embarrass me and they embarrass the fans. They embarrassed everyone Port Adelaide related. <laughs> Not happy at all. 
That's they, it. That's they, <laughs> they break your heart. It is as simple as that sometimes. <laughs> Obviously, they had moments. They were actually all right from time to time. Yes, but yes. that last quarter was a train wreck from a port perspective. Oh, yeah. They kind of had a little bit of momentum. They had a couple of goals, got themselves in front, and then just lost it. Crows just picked it up, didn't go with them. They pretty much ran out of legs. Either that or they just stopped running. I, could, I was there at the game, so I could see the whole angle. You could just see all the Crows players running hard. And poor players were just trailing behind. Some of them mm. didn't even bother running. They mm, just gave up. They, yeah. they gave up. And I think that could be a fitness thing. But I think it's down to a mental side of things that you just do not want to work hard enough. Yeah. So what does that come down to? That goes down to the coaching. Yeah. You've got to get them fired up. And how can you not be fired up? It's a showdown. You're wearing the prison bars. It's a home showdown. So you've got nearly, I think it was 48,000 people there. What other motivation do you need? Yeah. That's what baffles me the most. So whether it's the players not being mentally ready or it's the coaching not getting it through to the players. So that makes me think, has he lost some of the players? Possibly. I don't know. I don't, I'm not in the inner sanctum, so I've got no clue. With that, more into the game, I think Crows midfield actually did quite well against us. I think we had more clearances in the end, but I think Crows clearances were a bit more damaging. We lost contested possession by 22. Yeah, that was your big That's one. shocking. And that Especially up, in the last quarter, that was the one. When you get done by over 50 against Collingwood, you would think they would respond with being tougher. No, they get destroyed again. Shows they're not tough enough. And there were some moments where I saw them, they just didn't go hard enough for the ball. They just let them take it first. Like, how can you be like that? The okay. fence were terrible. And I think that's a confidence thing from last week. They got destroyed by Collingwood. And you could just see that some of our defenders... Jonas, Aaliyah, who would normally mark the ball, they just could not mark it. They would double fist. It shows that they're just not confident of marking it, so they just get it out. But it just looks as well, we looked slow. We looked very short as well. You could see, when you had Phil Thorpe going for the mark, he just looks a bigger, more dominant player. That's because he's quite tall. He is quite tall, but he just, the way he attacked the footy, and the way we defended, every time it was going in the 50, I just knew every time, oh, they're going to score. My dad did say to me before the game, he said, Port's defence is the weak link. Of course it is. It has been the weak link for the past five years. They've not made any changes. The, the thing that they have lacked is a key position defender. Over 200 centimetres. They got a Lear. Fantastic signing, but they needed another one. He didn't have a great game. He hasn't had a great couple of games, unfortunately. No, Because no. he's just... And it's not his fault. I it's, think also the people know how to play him now. I, yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it's his fault. I think the midfield's got to take a bit of blame for getting the amount of entries they get inside 50. It's Any defender would have trouble with that, yeah. the way it is. It's got to be a collective effort, and they haven't shown that. Yeah, major concerns there, but there's not much you can do because we haven't got anyone in on the list that could just come in. Yeah. Because we don't have a lot of tall defenders. And, they have, and it's been very clear. Not by Port Adelaide, but also the media that we have been needing a key defender for a long time now, and they haven't not tried. I know they tried to get around Galea, and I understood that. But now I understand why Geelong kept him because he's actually playing for him now. It's always been a bit of a weak link as well. I think maybe this is kind of maybe me as well. Maybe I've probably upped my expectations on Port Adelaide. Maybe I need to lower them a lot more. And I think we've overestimated the list. The well, team. what I say to you when you came in about your SNFL side. We yeah, that's a, that. that's another story. I that. think that's obviously another story, but your list, obviously, that just shows a little bit. I know you obviously you've got other top-up players in there, blah, blah, blah. But 
I mean, I think that kind of shows if your twos are playing like that. It was kind of unexpected because we had a very young team as well. Apparently, well, I got told that apparently eight or nine players in that team are 18, 19. Yeah. So it's a very young team. We're trying to develop um, some players, but obviously it's going to take a lot of time for some of those players. I think might be overestimating the talent on the list. People thinking these guys are good players. They probably are good players, but as a team, they're not at the moment. And there's going to be a long way of coming back from this. The game itself, I know you said it was high-pressured. And it was. But I think Paul made a lot of mistakes under pressure. And under no pressure, for that matter. A lot of kicks just don't hit targets when you've got nothing, no pressure on you. is inexcusable, in my opinion. Doesn't matter how big the occasion is. You should be able to overcome that and be able to hit your targets. It's as simple as that. And then, I guess, one thing that me and my dad, because I was with the game with my dad, there's probably one thing I do need to say. And we've had this argument because you really hate the prison by Guernseys. And that's like a lot of Crows fans. I just think, as much as I love the prison bar guys, I just think they spent too much time on wearing that than worrying about the game itself. And you could see that. They've got to stop worrying about the history of the club. And how about you create new history? Because the new history you are creating is crap at the moment. <laughs> Only history that we've had currently was winning the premiership 19 years ago. And your lovely grand final loss. Well, that does not count because that's not part of history. Because we didn't. It is it. part of history. Well, it's not part of. It's not in the record. It's not part of history that we want. You right. want good history. Stop worrying about it, the past, and worry about the future. And do you want to go to your awards? I will in well, a you minute. You got more things to I say. I do. Okay, this is a true rant. Here. It is a true rant because <laughs> I have had enough of this. <laughs> if they don't make any changes. And I'm including the coach or just structure, gameplay. I know they can't really do that this year because it's done now. You're in the season. You've got to keep going. But I think after the season, if there is no changes, we're always going to be a mediocre club. Unless there's drastic change that happens. Keep this going. If they keep playing the way they are and they keep this structure and a lot of people are not really a fan of Hinkley at the moment. If they keep going the way they're going, fans will not show up. You know what will happen? The tops will come back. Exactly. So... This is a good segue into my awards now. So the TARP award, <laughs> that's why I said to keep going. But this okay, one, just, okay. A, just a good little segue. I, I, saw, I actually came up with this this morning. Oh, I, did I was pretty happy with myself. Okay. So the TARP award, obviously, is the worst moment. Now, a lot of skill errors, which I could have easily given. Could have given to early on his drop mark in the last quarter, which was a pretty straightforward mark. He dropped it, but also fell at the same time, so he couldn't even pick up the footy. And I think Crows kicked the goal as a result of that and got in front. And kicked the next six after that. Yeah. The second one, Kane Farrell's kick. And on the full catch, straight to Pedler, which our best kick in the game does that. Very concerning. Could have uh, been a worse moment if Pedler kicked the goal, may I add? I wouldn't have given that still. Unfortunately, I don't want to give it to this guy, Lockie Jones, for his fumble that went straight to Phil Fulp in the goal square. I think it was a kick that went in. I think, oh, who had the shot? It might have been Lockie Murphy, possibly. Had the <laughs> shot. Didn't make the distance, sort of. They couldn't get it out. They were tapping around, and then Lockie Jones, I think he was trying to tap it over a point. He tapped it, he fumbled it to Phil Thorpe, and then he kicked the goal right there. Yep, he said thank you very and much. And that is pretty much the story of Port Adelaide's night, and potentially could be the story of the year, though, if they keep playing that. So that's my award. I'm going okay, to that. Okay. Now, I'll go to the Robbie Gray Award, the best moment. I will give it to Sam Powell Pepper. His left foot snap, I will say that actually got me kind of excited and there weren't many things to be excited about but I was quite impressed with that goal because I like seeing players that kick both feet and he can snap the left foot kick it from 30 
very happy with that. It got the crowd into it, but didn't work out to anything. So now we'll go to the pair award. Now, I think these three players can definitely hold their heads up high. They really did have a go. And hint, two of them were in the votes last week too. So I gave one vote to Charlie Dixon. I thought when he had the footy, it looked like he was going to do something. It just looked like he was more dominant than Butts. Yeah, well, uh, Butts wasn't. He was very good. I thought he was really good. He really tried his heart out. He kicked three goals, so played really well. Two votes. Go to Sam Power Pepper. Kicked three goals himself. Really gave, really tried again. Every time he had the ball, it just was tough. Similar to the Collingwood game. Like, every time he tried to do something, there was too many Crows players around. So, didn't really have much assistance with that all. But, very good game again. Three votes. I thought, I think he was our best player by a mile. Connor Rosie. Yeah. He really gave it his all. Really dominated the midfield for us. I think clearances. I think he was the reason why we played well with the clearances. Yeah. To kick a nice goal as well. 28 disposals. I think he had the most disposals all game. So, yeah. if Paul won the showdown, he would have won the medal. Yeah. But, class above. And, unfortunately, there's only been three or four players who have gone to his level. Everyone else has, quite frankly, gone down the level. Yeah. So, that is it for me. I've... Could go more and more, but I think everyone would, I think has had enough of me talking. Showdown is all done and Showdown 53 is finished. I think there's one thing though that people want to know. How the footy couple went with the Showdown experience. The one thing is we went together, so you couldn't really tell in-game what we're like. I guess straight after, I knew you'd be happy, so I knew I'd come back to happiness, so that was okay, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a rule, obviously, before the game that... We would not say anything. Whoever won would not say anything to the other person about the game unless the loser started the conversation. So... I don't remember how it even happened. You said something to me and then I probably said a few things and then that was... No, I think so. Yeah, I don't know actually. But I think... I mean, I wasn't sure who was going to walk through the door. Like, (laughs) if you're going to be hella grumpy and like be stewing in it or just be ready to rant. And I mean, I was obviously on the phone... To dad talking about the game, I think, at that point. But <laughs> you walked in and you were humming. Yes. You were humming. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, are you losing are You losing your mind? Like, what's going on? Because you were humming and putting your stuff away. No, pretty much what But I- no, I think I said something. I didn't say anything. Or did you? Or you said something? I don't know. I didn't say anything. I was good. Everyone was like to me, be nice, be nice. And I didn't say anything, did I? No, I don't know. You, no, start, you, just, you, you started the conversation. I can't remember what you said. I don't then know I, what I said. Then I just sort of sort of spoke yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But no, I was humming because I just didn't care anymore. Yeah, you It was as simple care. as that. Pretty much what I've been saying. I'm over the way we are at the moment. So I just thought... I you know, I've seen you like, usually you're pretty angry. Yeah, I was not I angry. mean, do you want to know something? Do you want to know a secret? What? So I was speaking to my mum after the game. Yeah. And obviously I was like quite happy. Yeah. Um... And obviously, I was watching by myself, so I had no one to really share it with yeah. the happiness. And I was like, oh, I just, yeah, feel like I was so happy. And mum said to me, oh, like, Matt will be home soon. You can't, like, obviously, you got to make sure you're calm and, like, I'm cool and not too excited. So she's like, maybe you just need to, like, jump around and go, yay, yay, yay. So I, I jumped around. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> It took a little bit of nervous energy oh, out. Oh, wow. I feel like I had nothing gel in it, so I just jumped like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, if you ended up doing that and I got home, I wouldn't have cared. Like, oh, I couldn't you know. do that to you. So uh, that, I can tell you that now because I know that you're, okay. you're okay. But I did that to get okay. a bit of energy out. 
oh, I'm still, I'm still over it, but you know. I think it made me a little bit better. I feel like I had so much adrenaline and I just had to get it out. Good. Well, see, at least one person was very happy. You'd yeah. be happy. Obviously, the lead up to it all, the morning of it, you were on edge quite a lot because you were so worried about, I think you were so worried. You pretty much had it in your head that Porter won the game. Yeah, I did. I, like I said, even the whole game when I was watching it. But see, low expectations. But no, I was very on edge and you were a little bit worried, weren't you? No, I was worried all week, to be honest. Yeah. Usually, you, whenever you're worried, it's usually not a good sign. I think you're a good, like, you're a good, like, Maybe they, good hmm. future. Good hmm. future teller. Maybe Porter just listening to me too Actually, much. Actually, do you know that that lion at the zoo picked the crows? Maybe the lion. The oh, lion. I did see that. Yeah, yeah that might there have been go, the, the case. Lion, the lion knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah, no. Yes. Anyway, we did survive, so that was good. I mean, if crows lost, could have been a different story. We survived. I don't know if Port survived after my rant, though. So. No, no. We survived as a couple, everyone. We are still together. Yes. We've been through worse, let's be honest, <laughs> after showdowns. I think not being together probably helped that. Yeah. And I think maybe this, obviously the showdown that comes later in the year, we probably will be together, I would say. Unless you're... Yeah. Unless I... And that's hard. That's hard. I just gotta... Hey, you don't go to Port showdowns. I go to Crow showdowns. Like, I know. I can you can't with me. Yes. Yes, you can deal with it, but... Did you really deal with the last one very well? And well, that's, that's a future story. Well, yeah, that one was... There's a different story because... Anyway, we are, yeah. Can't lose a game after the siren and not be, <laughs> and not be distraught by it, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. That's a, that's a story for the next showdown coming up, so <laughs> stay tuned for that one. Uh, next week's games, you've got Fremantle at home. Yeah. Now, I think they can easily... I, they might that. be favourites, but... They might be, well... Again, I don't know what to expect, I mean... That was obviously a very good game, and they played very well. I feel like they might... I don't know. We'll see, hey? We'll see. Yes. So, Saturday game. Good time for it. Probably, I wonder if it's good weather. I don't know yet, but... You know, I think it's raining. Good game for you to go to against the against the Dockers. Hopefully, it doesn't happen like last year when they lost by a point. Oh, so, that, was, that wasn't great. Port have got the Swans at the SCG Saturday night. So, you might potentially, if you go on... Like, we might be doing this as a uh, live reaction, so... Might get it on Instagram, maybe? Possibly. Maybe, Or yeah. Facebook, Do one it, of the two. Yeah. Well, st- stay tuned with that. Let us know if you're interested in watching me get angry at the footy. Well, probably is good viewing, I would have to say. So. Um, and then you'll also, may I note, you'll see me sitting there trying not to smile. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably smile because the camera's looking at us. So, you know, <laughs> I feel good, like smiling the whole time. More, more for show, the smiling <laughs> assassin. As they say. But anyway, we'll wrap it up there. I think it, we've probably gone a bit over the normal, but you know, it's there's a reason to showdown. As I said, one person will be very happy, talk about how happy they are, and then one very upset to a point that they will just rant about the whole club, which I did. Still love your port, but you know. Not as much. No, still love them no matter what happens. It's just something. True love, true love. True love, this is what you do. You just got to get it off your chest. And um, whoever listens, um, thank you for listening. <laughs> they have so, listened this far. <laughs> yes. Well done, whoever did. Especially if they're Crows fans too. Even though I feel like Crows fans would probably listen to a Port rant. Oh, yeah. we, we That's probably the best bit. I, I know that feeling listening to like Crows fans rant You like too. me rant. You like when I rant, do you now? Oh, so, well, it depends. If you attack me, no. <laughs> Some, no, I, I don't actually. Because you know, I'd rather you be happy than be angry or very frustrated. But, but that's okay. Yep. But anyway, we'll wrap it up there. And yep. um, we'll be back next week to um, review the next round. Until then, catch you next time. Bye.